1: everyone and welcome to the Fan Fight Podcast. I am Danielle. I am the EIC up in this joint. I am joined, of course, as always, as usual, uh, by Fan Bite's Wrestling Section Head Chief Editor, LB Honk Tears. LB, how are you doing today?
0: Oh, you know, I'm pretty sleepy. Uh, yeah. Good afternoon to you. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's, it's been a tiring week. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm starting to feel it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not here to complain by any means. I'm just uh, a little tired. May have hurt my neck a little in a recent grappling uh, exchange with my wonderful partner, who definitely was not in any way meaning to hurt me. It was kind of my fault. I should have tapped earlier. Uh, and uh, going to going to a lot of protests lately. That's been uh, fucking awesome. Um, so it's uh, yeah. I'm doing okay. I just. I'm a little tired, but I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing well. So uh, thank yeah. you. Thank you for being here with me.
0: I have not been protesting, but I have been writing so many emails. Those are very, <laughs> very important. Those are important. Uh, my city councilman, Paul Krikorian, is probably pretty sick of hearing from me. <laughs> and uh, you know, Paul, who's not listening to this, you know it would be a great <laughs> Paul, way to not listen from me anymore? <laughs> is to adopt the people's budget. Yes. Agreed. Uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I'm sure
1: this isn't really the purview of this podcast, but I'm sure you saw some of the just wonder of uh, that open call the other day uh, to oh, yeah. L.A. council members.
0: <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, to the to the police commission. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're going to do we're going to talk about a few things today, one of which is just watching somebody who deserves it get it. And like, yeah, if, yeah. Uh, if, if this pod leaves you thirsting for more of that. Really recommend checking out the hours and hours and hours of people just tearing into the LAPD. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I, I I really enjoyed it. I don't live in L.A. Uh, you don't and, have to live in L.A. to hate the LAPD. It was just very, it was just beautiful. Obviously, a lot of um, really uh, horrific things are being done oh, yeah. by police all over this country. A lot of people are protesting. Everyone has every right to protest. And uh, cops are being real shitty, real fucking shitty all across uh, the country. I, I'm obviously seeing you know, the most about LA and New York. Obviously, I live here in New York. I'm here protesting in New York and I care and I stocked my medical bag. I haven't had to use it yet, uh, but I'm sure I will uh, at some point here. But uh, I, I'm seeing like some of the just most... Banana Pants Insanity has to come from both the curfew, like, just fuckery in both New York and L.A., but it seems like y'all are just getting the shittest end of the stick with, like, what, multiple curfew announcements that are like, oh, in 20 minutes there's a curfew, and, like, people who are at work are like, fuck you, dude, I can't even get home in 20 minutes, like. Yeah. Just wild, wild shit.
0: Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's that's real thing. Also, just big shout out to all the comrades in Seattle. Hell yes. Uh, Everybody in all the cities. But like, I I know a lot of people in Seattle. I've been watching a lot of stuff happening in Seattle. I feel like a lot of the bullshit, like just the massive amounts of bullshit happening up there is getting a little overlooked. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I'm not seeing as much of it.
1: and That's my fault. But yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean I also just know a lot of people live in Seattle. So Yeah, no, totally. My parents live near Seattle, so you know.
1: But, also yeah. also shoot us to Seattle who were also hit disproportionately badly by the pandemic. Like both yeah. both of those things
0: uh, are true. So yeah. Yeah. Oh 100%. god, I checked the uh I checked the county LA County website uh for coronavirus yesterday to so, like, uh how safe is it for me to start like venturing out and it's like, no oh, uh, things sucks. Are, things have not gotten better at
1: all. Yeah, things no, are just for as have been going were, out, like
0: I'm when not, I'm protesting, like I'm going
1: out with like full eye protection and uh, a yeah. respirator mask, and I'm still like, "Fuck," you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but so, we're all we're all doing what we can. Uh, we're you know, it's not enough. <laughs> it's never enough. Nothing is ever enough. Uh, but so far as we can, at least uh, give a shout to folks who are out there protesting, out there demanding rights. Uh, you know, fighting. You know, this a fan fight. So thank you for fighting. That's that's all. Thank I you got for to say.
0: fighting. Yeah. And there are a million ways to fight. Yes. You can be out there, be in a body in the street uh, like Danielle. You can be like me and sit at home complaining to people, which <laughs> is like, I, I said this on Twitter earlier and like, I really do mean this Yeah, uh, for wrestling and sports, pop culture. People, I know a lot of you out there love to like say a lot of stuff and have a lot of opinions and like just go off on those opinions. Mm-hmm. You can use that exact energy. Yeah to contact your local officials
1: and you and sure tell can. them
0: what's what that's the energy I've been using but hell yes if you can scold somebody about you know whether or not Brett or Sean is the best of all time you can scold your city council members to be better city council members goddamn I believe right. in you
1: goddamn right hell yes that's I agree completely thank you LB and uh, the thing that we always do on this podcast, um, we we talk about fighting for your rights. We also talk about uh, fighting in sport and in entertainment. And uh, we are also uh, celebrating Pride a little bit this month. Uh, my my entry had a little bit less to do with with Pride, uh, but also like I I, I want to celebrate in the spirit of Pride. And Elby, you gave me just a fabulous, incredible, and wonderful Pride uh like pride like like queer pride uh related match uh for me to watch do you want to sort of set it up
0: yeah uh i would love to so this was a match from a show i was very sad to not be at from last year uh which was the rise pride and joy show nice. in june of 2019 in chicago uh this was the main event which was mercedes martinez versus cassandra
1: nice
0: if you are familiar, if you're not familiar with them, let me break down yeah. who these two people are at the time of the show last year. Mercedes Martinez was, has recently been signed by WWE, but has been like a mainstay of the women's independence scene. A fucking badass, mean, yeah. stiff striker. Uh, if you if you are a WWE watcher, you may have seen her in the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, she had an incredibly good match with Mako Satamura in the in the most recent Mae Young Classic. Maybe the stiffest, like one of the stiffest WWE matches I've ever seen. Um, super cool. Openly a lesbian, married. She's a kid. Uh, she is. She's been doing it for a really long time. Is just incredibly charismatic and tough. And I just I love her. Um, at. This time or this time last year, she was 38 years old and had 18 years in wrestling under oh, her belt. So shit. like a vet. A wow. Vet. Um, also nuts that she didn't yeah, she she got signed to her first major promotion at 38 years old. Wow. Like that's amazing. Was, that gives yeah, me a little, she, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit of oh hope.
1: <laughs> yeah. A little bit of hope in life.
0: So she faced off against Cassandra, uh, Cassandra Alexotico who is a legend of Lucha Libre. Yeah. Um, the Exotico thing is something that me, like as a white, I'm, like US American person sure. who's not a Spanish speaker, uh, like had a little bit of trouble kind of wrapping my head around. Mm-hmm. And Cassandra is actually like a really like useful person in understanding in, like, kind of bridging a my gap in understanding yeah. there. Yeah. So I'm actually going to do, like, a little sidetrack here and talk Please. about Exoticos. Please. So in Lucha Libre, you have Rudos and Technicos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Rudos are the heels. The Technicos are the faces, more or less. It's not quite a one-to-one thing. Yeah. But you also have Exoticos. Traditionally, or formerly, I guess, you could say, Exoticos were very similar to the kind of, like, gay villain, mm. uh effeminate kind of ca- characters that you would see in American wrestling. Um that, you know, very flamboyant and you boo them and yeah. Okay. Uh tr- like in the past they were very they were frequently either straight or claimed to be straight. Okay. Um and Cassandra is one of the people who really like changed that. Nice. Um, yeah. This is my understanding. I, I did a bunch of reading on Casandro. I am not an expert on Lucha Libre, and I'm especially in, I'm not an expert on in Mexican culture or in gay Mexican culture. Um, but Casandro debuted in 1989. Oh wow! As uh, and was 49 years old at the time of this match we watched from last Amazing. year. Amazing! Amazing. At 31 years and actually that's that isn't right. That math doesn't check out. Of uh. Whatever, like 30 ish years in wrestling. Yeah. Um, so, actually, Cassandra yeah, that would have been 30
1: years exactly, right? 30 like, years, yeah. 89 to 90, uh, uh, sorry, uh, 2019, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah, because that was the year I turned 30. So, me and Cassandra's wrestling career, same age.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: Love I you, love Cassandra. It. Um, but to like, so Cassandra was like one of the first openly gay exoticos. Okay. Doing that in 1989, yeah. in an industry that was that is not traditionally gay friendly at all,
1: yeah,
0: is was was a massive deal. Um, he and uh, Escarleta Pimpinella or Pimpinella Escarleta, I don't know. It's Spanish for Scarlet Pimpernel, who's also a, a still a still active um, exotico. Kind of like in the nineties were some of the like real trollblazers in terms of like being openly gay and exoticos and just staying in there and working and wrestling to the point that they became fan favorites. I love that, and yeah. now exoticos are not des- exoticos can be good guys or bad guys; they can be uh kind of in between they can you a lot of the time you'll see like i had, i like didn't actually know Exoticos were ever bad guys until I did okay. research because I watched you know current lucha libre where you know people like cassandra people like pimpy uh are so are so cheered and so beloved yeah. um so when I see like you know, somebody coming out in like a bunch of feathers, be doing kind of like a pseudo draggy, flamboyant sure. gay thing, and like trying to kiss the straight their straight opponent. <laughs> I like yeah. my- I immediately go like, oh, this is homophobic, right? Right. Because I think back to like you know things in you know U.S. culture that are like that, um, but to see like a massive crowd of children. And yeah. their parents all yeah. chanting "bayso, so, bayso, so. I'm like, okay, now this is this looks like there's something else happening here. Yeah, and like a lot of that's due to Cassandra just like putting in the time and putting in the work and being a wrestler in the '90s. Everybody was addicted to drugs. Everybody was having a you know there was very little concern about safety. That's if you compound that with everything that was going on for gay people in the nineties, what it must've been like to be in that position. I think he's had, he had a really rough time. Um, But yeah, but got through it and is, is I think like perfectly bilingual. So does a ton of press stuff. Does a ton of talks. Does a ton of like, there's a, a New Yorker piece that I did not link you to because I think it has some really weird kind of, white gazy stuff in it Mm, about mexican culture and lucha um but that does get into like what a struggle cassandro's life and career have been sure um to but so to see him like really be celebrated now as a 49 and now 50 year old is incredible yeah um so to see this like Double header of gay legends. Yeah. <laughs> at, at this Pride event where it looked like, I mean, it just looked like such fun to be there. Yes. Uh, and I, knew a, bunch, I know, knew a bunch of people who went and they all said it was amazing. I'm like, I have to check this out. Let's do this and start Pride Month off with this to just like Hell, cheer yeah. ourselves up with just Fuck, like two yeah. fantastic entertainers. Um, and like, Mercedes Martinez is like, as adorable and beloved as she is, she is still usually a heel. Gotcha, yeah. And, like, just such a dickhead. Oh. And Cassandra, like, yeah, in in real life is, like, you know, like, speaks out for gay rights and, you know, has gotten all these people on board with, the, you'd never expect to talk about stuff like that. But in the ring is still, like, a little troublemaker. Yeah. Like a scamp. Yeah. You know, like, a tough, fucking scamp with perfect, beautiful, curly hair. Yeah. Um, so like their chemistry, I just like, so I, I really do want to know what you, what you thought of this.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, first and foremost, I love the energy of the ring and the whole match and the crowd. Everybody just seemed to be so happy to be there. Yeah. Even, even though like our, our two, you know, our two heroes here are kind of like, you know, beating each other up they seemed like they were having the time of their life doing it. And that made me very, very happy. Like there was such love and respect between them and such good energy and so much like glee and joy in everything they were doing that it was just a real pleasure to watch. I, this is another one of maybe my favorites. I I feel like, this one and maybe the Hanamora match and the 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 intergender match that was that was so much fun and had such good energy like they're they're just like a few of the matches we've watched are really just sticking out to me uh, also also definitely the uh, the green mist I can't forget the green mist what makes that green mist pop you know that's that's up yeah. there as well <laughs> uh, but yeah I yeah. I loved 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 the energy of this match I loved that a lot of the spots felt like. Just, I don't know how to put this, but, but as if there were just deliberate uh, explosions of joy, <laughs> yeah. in a way, like just the people having the, just the best time of their life and, and loving it so much. That made me very happy. It was just like a very happy uh, vibe and very happy match.
0: Yeah. I, the, you, you do really get a sense of just like, they're both, they're like so psyched to be doing this. Yeah. And like... Mercedes Martinez actually seems to have kind of a hard time getting into like the heel mode because yes! she's so visibly pumped yes <laughs> and she like true. has such a lovely smile <laughs> whenever it's like it's like hard to remember like oh no she's very mean remember that she's very she's mean be- and she's about to sh- beat up mean. on like a, <laughs> like this middle-aged legend and just like be a bully yeah but she, she just like looks so happy and everyone's so happy and like commentary is so happy yes. its uh, I think Veda Scott and Allison okay okay uh, who are two women wrestlers on commentary and they are just like having the time of their lives yeah um,
1: that definitely stuck out to me as well that's one of my notes here of like i loved i also just love that it was women doing the commentary because i hadn't yeah. just, uh heard as much of that i was about to say seen and it's like oh yeah heard is the, the proper term here yeah it's uh, not it's not, not super uh, common had as much of that so far and i was just like oh my god i love this it's really really cool it's it's fun it's they were really funny, and they talked about like, oh, that turned me on. Like, There was something like really cute and funny about them being like, oh, that was hot, uh, that I really enjoyed.
0: They're both uh, really at- smart oh, and really funny. There's actually, uh, Colette did a great interview with VEDA for Fan Fight nice. um, called, I think it's like Four Eyes Nine Lives or something about women's indie wrestling nice. um, that I really recommend checking out. Uh, yeah, this was, so this company is called Rise. Uh, they were a women's promotion. This show actually uh, marked their shift to being just kind of a a gender inclusive, sure. kind of non-cishet male focused wrestling company. Nice. You love to see it. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So they do like they do more intergender stuff now. Uh, they, they do kind of more like LGBT pride stuff. Um nice. But yeah, I I have been to a show of theirs. I think they're great. Um, they come to... I would like them to come back to LA so I can see them more. Uh, yeah. Their, their, their champ is, like, incredible. Um, Big Swole, who... Oh. Yeah, she's fantastic. And uh, is a really good follow on Twitter. She and her... Yeah, she's she's great. Um, but I'm getting sidetracked because I'm getting excited about thinking about Big swole shoulders, which is uh-huh. not, not what this match is. I mean, that's fair. So that seems I fair do like to me. love shoulders. Yeah. I love shoulders. Uh-huh. Um, like, one thing that really stuck out to me with this match is, like, early on, they do this hair messing up thing. Yeah! Which, like... So, hair pulling in women's wrestling is this, like... Is this very, like... Gay, male, gazy, yucky, cat thing mm, that like yeah. I think of when I think of like mid two thousands WWE divas and like just like the grossest, most you know misogynistic style of wrestling. So Mercedes Martinez and Cassandra like I don't know playing this like messing up each other's hair as this like comedy spot that isn't gazy or like gross at all. I just thought that there was something really smart about that. I don't know if that was intentional or, like, just a thing I noticed because the commentary called it hair pulling rather than, like, hair messing up. Sure. But, I don't know, it it just, like, felt really smart to me. There are a lot of things about this match that felt really smart to me. And things that didn't feel smart to me were freaking out that, like, I love watching Cassandra, like, do these, hit these missile drop kicks over and over again. Taking his knee brace off. um, Yeah. And then like leaving it off and not pulling his knee knee pad back up. Like they really went hard. And like the story of this match was basically Cassandro enduring um Mercedes's just like beating. And like he gets offense in there. But yeah. like they really push each other. And it's like it's not the most Cassandra's 49 sure. at this point. Sure. Has been doing this for 30 years. Like not in the... Be- this is not the best shape he's ever been in. He, sure. you know... He, he has much better... Technically... Much technically better matches than this. But... In terms of energy and in terms of, like, chemistry... I just am in love with the two of them together. Yes. Um, And even though you see some stuff not go exactly, I think, how, it's, how it was supposed to... Yeah, Everyone is so into it. And... Yes. The- it just, I, I wanted to, while I was watching, it, I was like, I wish I'd been there for this. This looks like it was so much fun to be be at. Yeah. Like, the crowd is super into it, and uh, I don't know, it just, you can, I really recommend checking this out if you want to, you know, if you're missing your, if you're li- like me and very sad that you're, A, not going to any Pride events, and B, not going to any wrestling events, <laughs> you can pretend you're at both <laughs> by streaming this, um the show, which was a real fun one. And, and yeah, I, I, uh,
1: yeah, I completely agree. It also reminded me maybe because it was a bit more of an indie event of, so I don't know if you know this about me, LB, but I have, I have been in the league of heels for a long time, uh, which is a semi wrestling show that happens at PAX often I am a recurring character. I am the MMA EMT or the boxing EMT. uh, Just (laughs) my own name. Uh, And I've been in multiple shows where I've either knocked out a champion or all sorts of things. However, the wrestling that happens at these shows. Okay, so it's a bunch of game industry people, developers and and journalists and and whoever else uh, who... You know there are storylines. There are a lot of, of things going on. I'll send you a clip maybe next time.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen some pieces.
1: Oh, okay. From it. All right. All right. Um, yeah. I was a. Sh- I, I believe I was a shark familiar. the last time uh, yes. that I went out uh, and did this, like about a year ago. Uh, I was I was a shark in a bathing suit. It was a lot of fun. I it was like a surprise moment. I don't know. There was a lot of choking, but it reminded me of that energy. Uh, in a lot of ways like a smaller yeah. more intimate more like I mean the the things I've always done have, have been so goofy and like divorced of pro wrestling because the matches quote unquote there are like spots there are punches and 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 you know chokes and things that happen uh Austin Walker was poisoned once I had to try to resuscitate him using n64 controllers it didn't go well he totally died. Um, you know, in the show, oh. obviously. Um, but, like, <laughs> he had to, he tried to redistribute the belt, so he melted the belt down, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, gave, gave it to the people, uh, in, in his, like, Marxist view. It was very beautiful. Oh, but, yeah. He was poisoned! Anyway! Just, no! Reminds me this a little is... of that, I, again, just yeah. anything I've ever been a part of has been the goofiest thing. It's not, you know, you know training for it. It's like, oh, we talk about it for 10 seconds before. And you know, right. people people who are actually are involved in like the planning of the show put actual work in, but you know, assholes like me who just show up at PAX in a costume. Like that's all I do basically. Um but some of that warmth and some of the crowds love reminded me a little bit of that, which until we started this podcast was my only experience. Of pro wrestling, like at all, you
0: know, really. That's so cool though, because those like seem like really fun and so like fun, <laughs> real fun things. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I like. That's what I remember them. I don't usually remember things from. I see people doing at PAX. Sure,
1: I mean, like, I, I don't blame I see a you lot of slightest. things people do at PAX. <laughs> don't blame um, you. And,
0: but yeah. like, League of Heels looks really fun, and like the people I know who like attend it or like always have a great time, and. Yeah. Yeah, there can be, like, indie wrestling shows can feel like that, where it's just, like, everybody's in on this thing, and you're just having a blast, and in this weird, you know, hall in Chicago, in this case. Yeah, I Um, loved that so
1: much about it, to be honest. Like, I really love that it's just, like, this kind of random event venue or whatever, but like something really loving and beautiful is kind of going on. That was, that was the sense I got the most of this match was like, it was loving. Like there's so much love between these two performers. There's so much love that they're showing each other that hug at the end. Oh my God. I like was almost screaming at my computer. I was just like, Oh my God. It's really a lot of love uh in in there and a lot of like good feelings so
0: yeah i'm so glad you enjoyed it i had such a like as much as i like felt sad that i'm not going to wrestling or pride stuff i like felt like a little bit of that itch was scratched yeah watching this. yeah um yeah but i would really love to make it out to one of those raj shows at some point
1: Ooh. yeah yeah Ooh. absolutely and like
0: so, very okay. envious of everyone who was there because looked really fun.
1: Yeah, everybody looked like they were having the time of their life. <laughs> yeah. and I, that made me really happy. That helped, which is you know, sell it basically,
0: right? Like, and it's very yeah. rare for me to be like, God, I wish I was in a not, a not air conditioned event space, surrounded by a bunch of people sweating for hours. I know, right? But like, I really miss it. I want to be. Th- I want to be doing that so bad. <laughs> I know. <sighs> yeah. I, I soon. I, I agree. I soon. Super agree. We will earn it. We will, we will get there. and We will be we will there again. Yeah. We will. We'll be there again. So unless you have more to say about the wrestling match, I think that talking about feeling good <laughs> is, uh, is actually and like feeling weirdly satisfied. Yep. Is a good transition into the MMA fight we watched this week.
1: I think so. I think so. So, again, we we wanted to do some good Pride stuff, and uh, I have a lot to say about Amanda Nunes, who is actually fighting in a couple days. Uh, she is going to defend her featherweight belt. Um, uh, well, that's what she's planning to do. I don't know if she will successfully do it, but uh, we've talked a little bit about Amanda Nunes, but she's going to be somebody we talk about a lot during uh, Pride Month because she's an openly gay uh, champion. Uh, she's, uh, I believe, uh, fianced to Nina Ansarov, who is also a fighter, who is uh, carrying a baby. They're going to be mommies really soon, uh, which is also super exciting and uh, really sweet. And congrats to them. They are kind of living a little bit of, you know, uh, goals life. Uh, I'm sure, of course, I'm not trying to say, oh, their lives are easy by any means at all whatsoever. Just that, you know, goals. That's all. That sounds pretty chill.
0: Having a championship belt.
1: Two championship belts. Two championship belts. Oh, 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 double right, right, weight course, The double... Yeah, yeah, no, that's
0: goals. I think you can goals. say, like... <laughs> I think you can unapologetically say that's goals.
1: Fucking goals. And, like, they seem... I mean, of course, everything is curated on social media. They just seem to be very much in love and absolutely fucking hilarious together. Like, really hilarious. Like, they're always posting, like, cute videos of each other. And I, it's just the sweetest thing in the world. And many times in the octagon she you know points to nina and is like you you know how much i love this girl like it's just so sweet like in her like victory speeches and nina's always there uh, on her team uh like in her corner uh which is also just beautiful to see um and nina herself is a good fighter they're not in the same weight class uh they wouldn't you know fight each other basically uh but yeah also an awesome fighter so there's like a beautiful Uh, At least it looks to me, uh, understanding there, you know, of what a fighter needs, what a fighter needs in the moment. Yeah. So really, really cool. I will definitely talk about them a lot more kind of as the month goes on. But after the week uh, that I've had, uh, something I just kind of can't stop thinking about is one of the absolute best moments in MMA, maybe history, uh, but certainly of 2019. Which is the last main event, actually, I believe, of 2019. Uh, Very, very end of that year. And I actually, I think Amanda Nunes was on this card. I think she defended her 135-pound belt against Jermaine uh, Durandamy during this event uh, before this one. But this is Kamara Usman versus Colby Covington for the welterweight title. Now, what happens here is a a good fight uh, that ends in uh, Usman winning uh, and you know retaining his championship belt. He is a dominant, amazing wonderful champion, but the background is what makes it so important and kind of the manner in which the fight was stopped is what makes it so important. So here are some things you should know about Kamaro Usman. Awesome. Seems like an awesome dude, uh, a good outspoken dude, uh, hell of a champion, hell of an athlete. Uh, he's a Nigerian American dude. He's a, an immigrant who's come here and, uh, yeah, fucking awesome kind of guy. Uh, the only reason I point out that he's an immigrant is that Colby Covington It's a racist piece of shit. He is a MAGA chud who is a good fighter. I, you know, I can't deny that he's a good fighter. But he has been. And this is this has been something in MMA media. Like how much of this was an act to get attention, how much he's trying to play like a heel kind of character, but doing it pretty poorly, because there's nothing fun about it. It's just shitty. Uh, but really just. MAGA hat everywhere, you know, saying weird shit, just talking shit. Uh, just the lead up to the fight was all him just talking shit, talking shit, talking shit. And being this like white guy in a MAGA hat, which fuck you. Like, I don't care. I don't care if you're a good fighter. I don't care if it's an act. I just don't care anymore. Um, and a lot of people had that opinion. I'm certainly yeah, not. The I only remember I mean, I remember this.
0: I remember this happening. Yeah, I absolutely. This it gives us
1: a big thing. This actually you know, uh, went past kind of the little MMA community. Right. Um, and very much people were talking about this because this is a big event and people were talking about, okay, there's going to be this like MAGA guy fighting a a black dude who is, who is a a black dude who's an immigrant. Like people were a little afraid, uh, you know, that there was going to be like, Oh, I don't know. Something would happen right at, at the fight. Uh, you know, like, Oh, somebody in the crowd would do something or whatever, which again, that's not whatever. Um. no, the fight went on, and it was actually a long fight. It was a bit of a brawl. It was like an exciting fight. LB, I'm so sorry that um, uh, it didn't look great for you. The version I I, I had, uh, sent you, I apologize for that. Um,
0: a little bit it choppy. It's okay. I uh, uh, was I managed to find some good highlight videos, and so okay. I got I got a good sense for the fight. Awesome. I think
1: awesome and like and yeah, for, there for was something like this, it goes long. So like the
0: highlights absolutely give you what yeah, you need. and it this was like, not, like a almost fight. a boxing match. Right?
1: Yeah, I, they did some grappling at the very beginning and a lot of clinch work, which is when, you know, one person has the other person's head kind of in their hands yeah. and they're doing, you know, working knees and things like that. So that's very much like a tie clinch kind of move. But after that, they, these two are trying to wail on each other a little bit. At one point during this fight, and this is just the most beautiful chef's kiss moment in the universe, Kamara Usman breaks Colby Covington's jaw. Breaks beautiful. this fucking asshole who won't stop talking shit, who won't stop saying, like, really, like, coded language kind of garbage, right? Breaks his jaw! How beautiful is that? And the and the fight stops. There is a stoppage due uh, to punches, I believe. Uh, he gets knocked down several times. Uh, this was not like, it did not feel to me like an early stoppage, although, of course, uh, Covington complained about it. Uh, being an early stoppage or something it's like no dude you got you got knocked down several times like whatever your jaw was broken you're done shut up he ran out of the arena like ran
0: yeah like, i saw a video fully. of that too which was very fun to see it's incredible to watch
1: this this jerk do this and again like i don't i don't know how much is an act or not and i don't care
0: doesn't matter i don't care at all
1: yeah i i really couldn't care less if it's an act or not if you're saying this kind of shit in the world that we live in right now like fuck off dude just fuck off you know uh so it's a beautiful beautiful moment after the fight usman gives like a really awesome comment uh to to somebody i'm paraphrasing a little bit here but basically somebody talking about oh the chance of usa usa which you know could be deployed in a pretty fucking racist manner right he he is He wore a Nigerian flag, uh, you know, to show pride. He's he's from Nigeria, I believe. Um, but like he he's here now. Like dude dude is here, and he's doing great work. And he says something like, "No, I'm the, I'm more American than Colby. Like I came here, I work hard. You know, a lot of things that maybe like, oh, I, whatever, right? It it just was like a yeah. good speech of him, like, you know, showing how he puts especially in, especially for the
0: UFC crowd. Exactly, like. exactly.
1: It might not be obviously the most like nuanced political speech obviously like we're not I don't think fighters have to do that right it's just yeah. they were good he, he, he just basically was awesome after the fight uh, I guess is the point I'm trying to make uh, you know, he's like, yeah, I, I showed I showed up and I work hard and I'm, I'm like an ideal, you know, like person for this and I, I fucking kick ass. And it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, you kick ass. And everybody's very happy about it. Before the fight, people in all different countries are telling him, I can't wait for, till you kick that guy's ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, so he had a lot of pressure on him to kick that guy's ass. Uh, and he, and he did fucking it. did it. <laughs> he did it. His yeah. punches...
0: look like i'm like surprised colby covington's head is still on his body (laughs) yeah i've said before like i don't really get watching punches i get watching i love punches now i'm big on punches big punch fan (laughs) (laughs) yes um like i so yeah you're uh the video you sent me of like did not work unfortunately so i went looking it's you know what it's these things happen i uh My alarm went off this morning, and then I I woke up, looked at it, and thought, you know what? It's fine. (laughs) Yep. I can sleep for... I can compress time. (laughs) So I can actually only sleep for 20 minutes, and I'll immediately wake up, and I'll feel like I've slept for hours. That didn't happen, because that's not anything? (laughs) That was a sleep brain. Uh, <laughs> and then we had to reschedule the recording. Uh, it's okay. So, it like, happens. It happens. These things happen. <laughs> yeah, Literally true. yesterday, uh, while the mayor of Los Angeles was trying to make an announcement, there was an earthquake. Everything's fucking right. wild right now.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah it's, these are not I normal can times. Go, I, can,
0: <laughs> I can go to Google and search Colby Cummington, Kamaru Usman highlights, <laughs> Yeah. And watch some videos. It's All right. fine. I'm glad. So I did I'm that. very
1: glad that that exists, and I'm glad that, that people enjoy what happened there. <laughs> I watched sure. the videos,
0: and the comments on those videos, which is why I went on that little tangent. Yeah, are the best. Like those people being like, "I watch this every few days. Yup, <laughs> just, just, just to feel better." You know, <laughs> 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 or like Covington sucks, but it's cool he was able to hang in there long enough to get his jaw broken. Yup. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. (laughs) I'm like, yes. So, like, okay, yeah, is this a, is this, like, this does feel like a pride match to me, actually, because punching a chud in the jaw Mm -hmm. so hard, that's, that's pride to me.
1: Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Exactly.
0: (laughs) I really recommend checking out the slow-mo footage also. Yes. Yes. It's like, I may do, like, a K-pop fan cam. Oh my god! I love the- that. <laughs> I love <laughs> it's like that. The like, chop break. It just feels so good to watch. It like yes. bolstered my mood. Like flooded my system with serotonin. Yes. Um, but also like real shout out to Usman who is so like I, I got I did find some good highlight videos that were, like really showed like how smooth he is, yeah. how able like how just beautifully he's able to just like. Take some of the softer punches, dodge out of the way of the other ones, and just like yeah, be like like actually like a really lovely fighter, in yeah. addition to being a human being who was I, I have I like commend his ability to like be professional in the yes. face of this like shitty little pest. Yes. Who I I also am aware of Covington because he is clearly making a play to get into pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna be stuck with him I'm for so a while. Sorry. I'm so it's sorry, right. yeah,
1: he I just there are old videos of him being like good and like like nice and saying sane things, and then people are like oh it's it's an act, it's an act, and then there are interviews of him just being full on shit he, he like hired a couple of like hot women to hang out with him for like I've some seen that, stupid,
0: yeah,
1: and it's just like you doing like look i appreciate like some heel energy obviously like i like good sportsmanship i have no patience for people being shitty and i have no patience whatsoever for maga shit or racist shit ever ever in the universe there are ways if you're gonna do the heel thing to like be fun and not shitty you know like there there would be ways of talking shit in a way that's not fucking playing with really just heinous shit. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to act like this. You don't fucking have to
0: at all. It's like there are are bad ways to get heat. Uh, I think I've seen one good use of bigotry in pro wrestling as an act, which was when uh, Drew Gulak, it was a very short video of Drew Gulak cooking in the kitchen and someone in a mask with like a shitty drawn on like, uh, with like a piece of printer paper with a swastika on it, goes raw at him, and then he beats him in like you know two <laughs> seconds, and then goes, yeah. "I just defeated anti-Semitism." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a
0: like a, a Jewish Philly wrestler, but like, like, it like needs that to be a, yeah. It's it, it, so clearly it, like, yeah. Somebody so who knows they, what they're
1: doing with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if you're doing it in, but Covington, even if Covington started out as doing it as an act, like. A lot of people who are MAGA chuds started doing it ironically. Yep. Or like, I mean, I like, I have, I have watched people flirt with, you know, quote unquote ironic bigotry and then just become actual bigots. Yeah. Like, it's not, we we know this, we know how this works. And it's not Elsa has got a shitty little face.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: He like has a truly punchable face.
1: He really does. And, And his bad tattoos are no fun. Oh, yeah. I know I know how you feel about bad tattoos, lB. I know, I know, but these are bad and punchable, I think.
0: yeah. Oh, because so no <laughs> they're so heavy that's them. why. <laughs> like, there's no personality to them. There's, this is he's not Icarus, okay? Right like, like a bad like there's such thing as a bad tattoo with soul, and his yes. don't have any soul. Yes. So yeah. fuck that. Absolutely not.:
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, folks, if you if you want to feel a little bit better. About the world. Watch Usman deliver some justice yeah, uh, to Colby it's... Covington. Uh, and and I, I'll uh, see what I
0: can do about that fan cam. Get yeah, that. Yes, oh my <laughs> god, I, really, <laughs>
1: I would love to see that. That would be so beautiful, honestly.
0: But this is like so good. a really feel-good double feature, I feel like.
1: Honestly, yeah, and I think we needed that
0: yeah, maybe today. We did. I know
1: I did. I don't I don't want to speak for you, I just feel like we I needed. <laughs>
0: I, I needed absolutely it. needed that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Need some good Ugh. energy in this world, um, and just yeah, some some good energy in a way that is, uh, even if quietly, or even if it is, you know, in in one little bit of the world, is is fighting for some kind of justice and inclusion, right? So yes, uh, even within the context, obviously, of the the sports and, and the entertainment aspects, it's still it's still something. So yeah, yeah. Well, LB, thank you so much. I, unless there's more you wanted to chat about on, on this match. I just want to say thank you yeah, for please. bearing
0: with a very tired LB today. Oh, oh, I appreciate of course. your LB, patience, I, I'm sure always. you can hear
1: it in my voice. I I, <laughs> I need a nap. I'm not going to lie. I just I need a nap. Uh, I I'm not, I'm not I'm not here to complain uh, about anything. I just I'm just
0: yeah. I need a nap.
1: (laughs) Well, nap solidarity.
0: (laughs) I don't feel bad. bad. That's why I I said thank you and not sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Because I'm always appreciative.
1: What's that? Sorry. I'm
0: always appreciative of your support.
1: Oh, thank you, LB. I'm always appreciative of your support and your kind words and your being here. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for
0: being here. And thank you for being out there also Oh, and working hard on all these different fronts to make. All these different things better.
1: Oh. All oh, shucks. <laughs> all I can say is all oh, shucks. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like our positive energy. It makes me, me, too. Makes me warm. In a good way. I not need like... to
0: close this tab though of Colby Covington's shitty face.
1: Yeah, we don't need to look at that anymore. It's
0: like, so shitty. Now that we know
1: it and that jug got broken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That makes me feel uh, better.
1: Oh, and and to face, anyone though. who would mistake that, oh you know, violence, blah blah blah. This was consensual violence, my friends. This was a fully consensual violent act that happened in uh, the safest way possible. So don't yeah. don't mistake our our feelings here. Don't mistake my words for that one. Oh thank you so much for being here, LB. I'm gonna read our little our little outro here. Everybody Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed your combat sports entertainment journey with you, with us, uh, rather <laughs> please do be sure to rate and review the podcast because it does help so very much. And you can listen to all of our stuff at fanbite.com slash podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at fanbite media and at fan F A N F Y T E Instagram at fanbite, TikTok on fanbite. And of course on fanbite.com. And you can watch all our streams on twitch.tv slash fanbite. And of course, you can also check out all of our excellent wrestling coverage at fanbite.com slash wrestling. Helby, are there some cool things you'd like to plug this week?
0: Yeah, um, we did talk last week about some very sad wrestler deaths. There was another yes. one. Danny Havoc, the oh, uh, no. deathmatch wrestler, uh, passed over the weekend. Jared uh, Goldberg did a great, great piece on fanfight. Um, about Havoc and like why he was what kind of made him special and yeah. why just detailing some like amazing really cool stuff about him um, yeah. and uh, great links to hit to uh, hand drawn deathmatch schematics incredible um, yeah just just like a really lovely tribute uh, from Jr. Uh, Coet did a on it as always um, yeah. did a great thing about the forgotten sons in WWE. And some of their kind of white supremacist coding. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Um, which is heavy, but a good read. Yeah. And yeah, um, I'm doing my thing as always. on Hunk Tears on Twitter. Excellent. Uh, yeah, that's what I've got to plug, I think.
1: Excellent. Thank you. Uh, if you feel like it, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at DanielleRI. And LB, what kind of sound effects should we make today? Like a nice... Like a prideful sound effect, I guess? Like pride feeling uh, pride. I was thinking
0: of like a jaw breaking oh, sound yeah. effect.
1: Let's do a good jaw sound effect, All I right. mean
0: that but like what's more what is more pride than breaking yeah. a Chud's jaw?
1: Yeah, for real. For real. Alright, let's do a jaw break. Okay.
0: Uh, one, two, three. Crunch. Oh, I have my stupid face. <laughs> 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 uh. Bye! Bye!